Thank you for joining us for our 21 days of prayer. It's our hope that during this month, you will encounter God in a fresh way. We're asking God together to open our eyes, to light our path, and to lead the way. Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's my prayer that this podcast will encourage you to spend all day today in an attitude of prayer as you continue on this 21-day journey with us. Good morning. Thank you for being here this morning. Good morning. Um, Good morning, and thank you for joining us online, if you're joining us online. Uh, This morning, I uh, just was in the mood to bring out some older songs. So I went two years ago and to my archives, and these are a couple songs that uh, we had done that were um, kind of exciting, kind of my favorites, but uh, also because they, they spoke, I think, to kind of where our time of prayer has been. So if they're new to you, then um, hopefully they'll be easy. And hopefully that'll work for us as well. But let's just turn our attention towards God. Lord, this morning we want to come to you and just ask that you would move in our lives and help us to experience your presence in a real way wherever we are. Thanks for being with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. People come together, strangers, neighbors, our blood is one. Children of generations of every nation our kingdom come so don't let your heart be troubled hold your head up high don't fear no evil fix your eyes on this one truth God is madly in love with you So take courage, hold on, be strong Remember where our help comes from Jesus, Jesus, our redemption, our salvation is in his blood oh jesus jesus light of heaven friend forever his kingdom come so don't let your heart be troubled hold your head up high don't fear no evil Fix your eyes on this one truth. God is madly in love with you. So take courage, hold on, be strong. Remember where our help comes from. All you heavens, let the praise go up as the walls come down. 
All creation, everything with breath, repeat the sound. All his children, clean hands, pure hearts, good grace, good God. His name is Jesus. Swing wide, all you heavens. Let the praise go up as the walls come down. All creation, everything with breath, repeat the sound. All his children, clean hands, pure hearts, good grace, good God. His name is Jesus. is in his blood Jesus light of heaven friend forever his kingdom come thinking about the coming kingdom of God it seems like there's a big contrast between the life we expect to experience in heaven and the life that we're experiencing here on earth. And the amazing thing to me is that God understands our brokenness. He's been here. Jesus lived and walked among us. He understands this brokenness. And so I think that makes our worship to him even more precious. We are an altar of broken stones But you delight in the offering You have the heavens to call your home But you delight in the song we sing Ten thousand angels surround your throne To bring you praise that will never cease but hallelujah from here below is still your favorite melody we sing hallelujah 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 we sing Should the fire that once burned bright Become an ember my eyes can't see I will remember your sacrifice I will abide in your love for me We say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
What a wonderful day to come When every knee bows before your name But we will not wait until it does For here and now shall your kingdom reign What a wonderful day to come When every knee bows before your name But we will not wait until it does For here and now shall your kingdom reign Let it rain We sing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah song we haven't sung in a long time. It's called Here's My Heart, Lord. And I remember the first time we did it, I was in just a broken place. And I remember the lyrics of the song were being sung, and I'd never heard it before because it was one of those Sundays when I was out there and someone else was up here. And it was just God was saying to me, hey, here's a moment. It's okay. You can trust me with your heart. Just let me have it. And, uh, It's been really special to me ever since. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. Cause I am found. I am yours. I am love. I am pure. I have life. I can breathe, I am healed, I am free, here's my heart, Lord, here's my heart, Lord, 
what is true Come, I am yours I am loved I'm made pure I have life I can breathe I am healed I am free you are strong, you are sure, you are life, you endure, you are good, always true, you are life, breaking through, here's my heart. Thank you. 
Jesus, we've been asking over the last couple of weeks that you would open up our eyes and that you would light our path. And so today, we're asking that you would speak some truth to us in the midst of those two prayers as we come to kind of the conclusion of our week two of this journey. We pray that you would open our eyes and you would light our path and you would speak some truth to us. I pray that you would open up our minds and our hearts to uh, receive what Pastor Andy brings to us this morning. And I pray that as a result of our time in your word and our time in prayer, we'd become people who look more like Jesus. So would you speak into our hearts this morning, both through this message, through this devotional, and also through our time of praying with you. Thanks for giving us this time. We give it back to you in Jesus' name. This morning, our little devotional thought comes from Andy Byrne, the pastor of Upper Room Christian Fellowship, and uh, I think you'll be encouraged by this. Hello, Lafayette Community Church. Uh, My name is Andy Byrne, and we're here at the Upper Room Christian Fellowship, where I am one of the pastors. I've been here for about eight years, and... Got to know Jeff through the Greater Lafayette Gospel Association and just am thankful for an opportunity to share a little devotional with you as you're praying and in this time of of prayer. uh, I know one of the things that you'll be praying uh, for and about is the church. And that is certainly on my heart as somebody who's in full-time ministry. I just love that you will be praying for the church. The church is also on the heart of God, and it's his bride he calls uh, his church. And he loves his church, and just like anything that he loves, he wants it to grow and get better. And I think we've seen actually over the last few years... Uh, a time where the Lord's given us opportunity for growth in the church, uh, whether that be through political or economic or even COVID. Uh, I think those things were opportunities for the church to grow. I'm not sure if we have done it all perfectly. In fact, I would probably guess we haven't done it perfectly. And that's why I think Things like a a 21 day of prayer is really important so that uh, the people that make up the church can grow and continue to draw closer to the Lord. So uh, I'm going to read a couple scriptures and the first one uh, is in John 13. And John 13 uh, is part of what is called the upper room discourse. Now, I didn't choose this because... Our church is called the Upper Room. Somebody else named it that. But this is where uh, in the Gospel of John, Jesus is teaching. And this teaching takes place in the Upper Room, like where they have the Last Supper. And in John 13, Jesus comes into the Upper Room. And the first thing that he does is he takes on the role of a servant. And he washes the disciples' feet. Now, This may not seem like that big of a deal, but I think this is a really big deal. Jesus, being God, 
comes in and does the worst job. I don't know what the worst job that you have at at your place of employment is. Here at, at our church, probably the worst job is cleaning out the trash cans uh, that we we uh, have out back. They just get disgusting and smelly, and uh, the the that is the, the the worst job. Well, the worst job in Jesus's time would have been washing people's feet. They walked barefoot or in uh, open sandals, and they're walking through streets where there's. Uh, all kinds of animal refuse and probably even people refuse that they just walked through. And so Jesus washes the disciples' feet. And then he begins to teach them. And one of the things that he says is in John 13, verse 34. And he says, a new command I give you, love one another. And the disciples and the Jews and Probably you, if you've read some of the Bible, are thinking, well, that's not a new uh, commandment. In fact, uh, the, the commandment, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself, is throughout the Old Testament. But what is new about this one is he says, the new commandment is to love one another as I have loved you so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. This is a new kind of love that Jesus is proclaiming. This is a new commandment. And it's not love like the world tells us to love. It's not a selfish love. It's a selfless love. It's a love where you lay down your life for uh, your neighbor. You lay down your life for one another. In fact, later on uh, in John 15, it says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. So he repeats that same commandment. Uh, This is John 15, verse 12 and 13. And then he says, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. And so I guess my encouragement and and challenge to the church is to love one another as Jesus has loved you. And so in John 13, he comes in and he washes the disciples' feet. So this is an action of loving one another, actually doing something that maybe you don't like, that you don't prefer, that you don't desire, but it's a selfless giving up. Of yourself, And I think this is something that the church, uh, we need to pray, does a better job of loving one another, laying down our lives for one another, not doing what uh, I want, but doing what you want, what would bless you, what would encourage you. And I think this is a real challenge for the church today. And as we pray, uh, one of my prayers is that we would... Um, obey this command, that, that we would do this command, because as it says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I think this is a time in the history of the church. I think this is a time uh, in the history of our country, even in the history of greater Lafayette, 
where the church needs to make steps towards loving one another so that people will look at the church and see something different. I have one more scripture that I, that I want to share because this seems absolutely impossible to do in our own strength. And it is. It's impossible to do in our own strength. And I think that's why in John 15, right before that, that second verse that I read, Jesus talks about vines and branches. And in it, I don't know how many times, maybe a million times in chapter 15. Okay, probably not a million, but a whole bunch of times Jesus says, remain in me. Think about what Jesus has done for you. This is our motivation. Jesus laid down his life in a literal sense, goes to the cross while we were yet sinners, dies for us. And so when he says, remain in me as I also remain in you in John 15, 4, no branch can bear fruit by itself. Jesus is saying, you can't do this by yourself. You need my help. So remain in me. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you. Verse 9, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. The encouragement is we just can need to continue to remember. Remain in what Christ has done for us. And then out of the overflow, that gives us the ability to love one another. Not the kingdom of this world love. The kingdom of this world love says, do what you like. Do what you want. Whatever pleases you. Your desire. This is the the kind of love that says, you know, I love pizza or I love sports or I love board games or I love a certain kind of music. That's the kingdom of this world love. The kind of love that Jesus is talking about that shows that we're believers is a selfless kind of love. It's the love where I recognize my own desires, but I set those aside for other people for the good of other people, for the um, encouragement and the upbuilding of others. And so my prayer for the church is that we would be marked as believers because we're loving one another, laying down our lives for one another. That's my prayer. So we're going to go to a time of prayer now. Let me invite you to just uh, continue to ask God, God, light our path. But I'll also just note this, that in one very clear way, uh, Jesus already has put a light on our path, and it's to love one another. And if we would be people of love, then we'd be following that path. So maybe today, maybe today our prayer needs to be focused in the direction of, okay, God, what does it mean for me to love my neighbor? What does it mean for me to love the people around me? What does it mean for me to love the people in my church? But let's spend some time in prayer. At around 945, we'll get back together and share 
what God has laid on our hearts during our time of prayer and encourage one another. And so thank you again for joining us and thank you again for joining us online. Thanks for listening to this message from Lafayette Community Church. We are all about helping you live the life you were made to live. God made you. God loves you. And his plans for you are perfect. So if you are anywhere near Lafayette, Indiana, join us this weekend at one of our worship gatherings. And wherever you are, check us out online at lafayettecommunitychurch.com.